0: The strongest stars have hearts of Kaiba. I'm one with the Force of Forces with me.
1: We'll use the Force. That's not how the Force works. Well, that's start somewhere.
0: Welcome everybody to the Kybercast. This is episode number thirty-four, recorded January seventh, twenty twenty, the first one of the new year. It's the rise of Allen. That's right, we have a new well, a second time guest on our show this week. Uh, by the way, my name is Joe Becker. I'm one of your hosts, and joining me as always is Michael Diaz. Michael, how are you? I am excellent. And we're going to introduce to you guys for a second time our our good friend, Alan Lugo, who has started the podcast with Michael Diaz in a prior lifetime. And we're always happy to have Alan here. Um, He's one of our great Star Wars friends and beyond. Alan, welcome to the show again.
2: Hey, guys. Yeah, thanks for inviting me again. Glad to be here.
0: Well, Alan, we actually we needed you here to have a voice of reason between Michael and I on
1: various <laughs> that's that's not fair because we already know he, he sides with you. So oh, yeah, I was say, there's, there's no
2: Michael will not listen to any voice of reason but we'll we'll still have the show
1: <laughs> right.
0: Well Michael will have his reasons um, and some of them are good and some of them you know I can I, I understand just we just have different thresholds of what we forgive. Michael is just an unforgiving. You know, everything's got to be perfect or it's not good at all. That's not true.
2: Mike, Michael's very binary with Star Wars. Not with everything, but he definitely is binary with Star Wars.
0: Right. For sure. So we're going to talk today uh, about The Rise of Skywalker. Um, it's another, that's not necessarily a review. It's kind of just our discussion. And we're going to cover things like what makes it good, what makes it bad. You know, what does it mean for canon? What is the future of Star Wars? We'll get into that. We're also going to talk The Mandalorian because we haven't had a chance to talk to Alan about The Mandalorian. And I think The Mandalorian is kind of that thing where it's it. I haven't heard anybody hate it. So that's kind of like we're going to end on a positive note and, and get into some other things at the end, too. But to kick things off, Alan, I kind of want you to just give us your take on The Rise of Skywalker. They've heard ours a few times in different ways. So, Alan, what did you think coming out and after you saw it and your initial thoughts and tell us a little bit about, uh, what you're thinking.
2: Yeah. So I, I loved the movie. Um, I told you, Joe, after I watched it, I said, Hey, leaving the, the the theater, I was completely satisfied and completely entertained. Um, and really happy about it. And I went and saw it a second time, maybe five days later and enjoyed it just as much um i had read a little bit of the criticism then so there was a couple things i went back and i was like all right well let me watch out for this let me be more aware of this but it it didn't really matter i still enjoyed it equally Mm -hmm. Um, that's not to say that there wasn't anything that i couldn't criticize about it uh but just leaving the theater i was thoroughly entertained thoroughly satisfied with the ending of the the saga the way they did it I felt that I was more satisfied now again not saying it was a better movie or a better script or anything like that, but I felt more satisfied leaving the theater than I did for um, the previous movie The last Jedi The last Jedi yeah. Yeah
0: and so what give me a few things that you really liked what made it what made it a good movie for you or a good watch for you? I thought just...
2: So without getting too deep into the Princess Leia stuff... Oh, well,
0: first of all, like I'm going to just cut and wrote... Sorry, Alan. If anybody ahead. hasn't seen this movie yet, there's going to be spoilers. Sometimes we <laughs> forget to say it, and I don't want anybody to get too mad. Um, so, But if you haven't seen it by now, I would assume it's not that big a deal to you. So anyways, there you go. Sorry, Alan.
2: So, yeah, I mean, these are very much opinions. So these, you know, I, I could put words in Michael's mouth and say, hey, these might not necessarily be reasons the movie is good. They're just my opinions. So the Princess Leia stuff, it's just... I never really prepare myself for how powerful it is to see her on screen at all, knowing that she's not with us anymore and knowing how powerful of a character Princess Leia is and has been for decades. So the fact that she was there just every second she was on the screen, I felt really satisfied with Um, some of the new characters I felt were great. Uh, you know, there's been so much going on. You know, you guys were back to work, so my That's mind's right. going to blank on a few things here. But who's the little droid smith? Oh, guy? Uh,
0: Babu Frick. Freck. Babu yep.
2: Frick. Babu Frick. Whatever his name was. I loved him. He, yes. he was amazing. I loved him. Uh, the little droid, D0DO. Yep. Uh, D-0, D-O. Uh, I thought he was a great little character, creature, little design element. Or JJ J.
0: Abrams, as JJ J. Abrams was his voice.
2: Okay. Yeah, I didn't know that. But he was great. Um, you know, my wife really liked both of those characters too. They really resonated with her, a very, very casual Star Wars fan. Um, I, I thought the pace of the movie was good. Um, I mean, just there was a lot of stuff that I that I just enjoyed. I mean, it, it, it didn't give me anything mm-hmm. new, but I, I after some discussion online with a few of the people I know that, that have loved Star Wars for a long time as well, you know, a friend of mine pointed out, like, look, there's two camps. There's people that want to go in a new direction and want it to be something new and different and to give them a new experience. And then there's people that want what's familiar to them and what they know is star Wars. And I think after all three of these movies, you know, even though that was part of my criticism for Mm -hmm. the force awakens, because I felt that that was a little bit too derivative, but here I think it's that familiarity that, it's all I. It's what I really wanted. You know, I don't. I didn't want it reinvented. You know, I would watch something else if I wanted it to be reinvented. I, I would really just be happy with extensions of what it has always been, um, with a little bit, a few surprises, few new characters along the way. But ultimately, I want more of what I've loved for, you know, thirty right. plus years. Now.
0: For me, that's what makes it good as well. As it's kind of like wrapping up that familiar familiarity of the saga. There's beats that you know, pick up that kind of rhyming type uh writing that that is pervasive throughout Star Wars. I had a but overall for me it was fun. And the tough thing I had with with the last Jedi was it it was good. I liked it, but I didn't have that fun feeling it. Like it just, you know, even Empire Strikes Back, everything was going to hell, but I had a lot of fun watching it. And and I The Last you. Jedi just, you know, it put me in a space that was tough for a lot of people. Um, it wasn't, you know, bad. It just wasn't, you know, I know it was different and people wanted different, like you said. And I think it, it's very tough, you know, and I'm judging this movie, The Rise of Skywalker, based off what was has been done to get there. It's it's a different conversation if you want to say the whole trilogy is what everybody wanted. That's a totally different conversation. I'm judging this movie. And I think, you know, that's the people that where people get hung up on. There's not many avenues this movie could have gone really based on what has been done. And that's a, you know, a whole discussion of should there be a whole thread that should have been there from the start. I don't want to get into that right now. What I want to say is there's so many parts that I love. I mean, you know, some of it's sad, you know, when you hear Han Solo say, Hey kid, and you turn around, you just feel it right away. Like, wow. You know? And when Chewie, Learns of Leia's death, and it was very emotional. Um, when you see Leia on screen, like you said, it's you know it's a tough thing to watch, and I know it's, it was very hard for them to pull off. And I think it, part of it being hard to pull off is just like how Tarkin was hard to pull off in that we know as human beings in real life that they're no longer with us. So we know that's not really them. So you either are going to allow yourself to suspend your disbelief that, that the character is there, or you're going to pick at it. And if you pick at it, yep, there's plenty of loose threads to pull on it to make it worse than what it really is. So I think it's very hard for people to take their minds out of what they know every day. Now, yeah, and
2: I think I mentioned to you, Joe, there was probably, you mentioned just a couple there, but there was probably four to six times in that viewing that, that I got a little choked up. Um, and again, that doesn't mean it's great writing. It just means that that's how invested I am emotionally to Star Wars.
0: I mean, there is an emotional section of this movie that is hard to find in any of the Star Wars films. There's, It starts with Leia passing goes right into Han solo, cuts right into Act 2 and Luke Skywalker catching the lightsaber basically. You had all three characters tied together in that one section of the film which was in just a crazy roller coaster of, of feeling. Cuz I don't know about you Alan, when Luke caught the lightsaber I was jazzed. I, I it it got me and him walking in, you know, what are you doing? You know,
2: yeah, totally. I, I for a minute there, I thought that might have. Now it kind of didn't make any sense, but I was like, oh, is that going to be Anakin? But right. no, it was Luke, and that was great. Right,
0: Michael, you're you're uh, pretty quiet here. Does anything that you liked about the movie at all?
1: <laughs> Which we know, we know there uh, it was okay. It. it was okay. That was that I wasn't think, the question. Um, uh, I like the camaraderie of the three. But every piece of sweet and good in this movie is actually bittersweet. Because why didn't we have that the entire series? Well, you'd have have to ask Ryan Um, Johnson that. No, Uh, let's ask J.J. Abrams that. We did not. Poe and and Finn and uh, Ray did not all get along. I mean, basically, you had Finn uh, pining over Ray the whole first. Wait, wait, wait. Poe doesn't necessarily
0: pining. They were. They were a good team. Like, they were good.
1: Together. Finn, Finn had eyes for me. It was obvious. Well, I mean, I think there's
2: things, too. Um, like, I've told Michael, there's a handful of things that I would not argue against as criticism of this movie. Mm-hmm. But I think the the arc of those three characters has been good over all three into where, like, it's only really in the second half of this movie that do they feel like they're really gelling. And it kind of builds on the first two. But, you know more camaraderie from those that's three, what I'm saying. Would, wouldn't have
1: been that, that gelling was good and we should have seen it from the first movie and we didn't. So that was one thing I really liked about the movie was their camaraderie and their friendship and their banter seemed very honest and real. And it's just sad that we didn't get to see it before now.
2: I do. I do think one things that I liked in this movie that I didn't realize and I'd have to go back and watch the last two is where when Poe, comes out in, in almost the beginning of the movie and sort of criticizes Ray like, Hey, why aren't you with us? You are our best fighter. We need you. Um, I thought that was kind of interesting how it kind of let everybody know that like, look, Ray is, you know, a she, she's special. She has special powers, but she's been sort of separated from everybody. And maybe Leia's sort of protecting her, you know, some of that stuff has been popping up in, in some of the books that Joe and I have been reading, mm-hmm. but I think that was like an important point to realize like, wow, these at least Poe, he's kind of hot headed but, like he was frustrated that she's here training and, you know, going on the spiritual Jedi side. And he's like, we need fighters.
0: I think it's a strength that, you know, Michael may not want to hear this, but I think it is one of the strengths that J.J. has as a director. He does get people to really act well together and and and, and have conversations that feel more real rather than somebody say something, then somebody else say something. You know, I watched Star Trek again, uh, I don't know, about a week ago and – they work well together. Like the cast works well together. He finds a way to get the cast to work well together. Regardless of story, I think he does a good job at that.
1: Michael, you probably Obviously regardless of story. <laughs> but you disagree with that, Michael, or no? No, he's good at interpersonal characters. He uh listen, JJ can do action. Let's not forget that he revitalized the Mission Impossible franchise and has been producing every film since then. What did he jump in at? What a three or four somewhere around there? I think there? so. Yeah, I think mission was a Mission Impossible so. three. His style is fantastic for that type of film. Okay.
0: <laughs>
1: Done. 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 And period. And period. Um, so again, JJ was the wrong call. Just, just, just that simple. He's the wrong call for Star Wars. Hundred uh, percent. You can't say hundred percent.
2: Well, I mean, hundred percent for uh, Michael can I, say hundred percent for Michael, like right. that he can completely say that, but it's not not it's 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 the movie's pretty much split. It, it seems like I'd like to see like some big you know, two million person survey, a or B binary. did you like it or not? But it seems like it's pretty split.
1: Well, it's go ahead. I think I think that the edges, I think there are people that hate it. I think there are people that love it. But I think at least a third. A, a nice third of the people that saw it are exactly like me. The film got over like meh. Maybe I mean
0: to me the film's a B plus. That's where I'm at with it.
1: That, I, that's probably where I'm
2: at. I think Joe right immediately afterwards. I think I might have told you nine out of ten or something like yeah. that. Like I was just like I said I I was just completely satisfied with it. Now yeah. I I I don't want to segue too soon, but to right. to kind of throw Michael some bones here. You know we can start talking about. You know, were there a few things that bothered me that I thought could have been done differently? Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, another thing that I like that before we get into the, because the, I'm sure we'll spend more time in, or, you know, with, and the negative, <laughs> maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I don't want to say that. Um, but watching Kylo Ren's character and, you know, Adam Driver really, to me, is the one who made this whole trilogy. I mean, he was great throughout the trilogy and and he's kind of like ewan mcgregor in the prequel without ewan mcgregor that prequel is really really bad (laughs) like super bad and yes i think adam driver was a very significant you know actor that brought at least brought some gravity to the sequels and pure emotion and you know without that it would have been not nearly
1: as good I wouldn't even go so far as to say he is the strongest thing in Rise of Skywalker. He's not or is. Yeah, I agree with you. He's that good. He is. He is that good in Rise of Skywalker. He, and talking about things we like, like I said, I, I like the camaraderie. I like that the, the, you know, the triumvirate, you know, the three friends. If I actually became friends, two movies too late. But Driver, everything about his performance was fantastic. He... He just couldn't carry, in my opinion, the whole movie on his back, but he tried his damnedest and he almost right. did it. Yeah, very much so.
0: Anything else, Alan, that you were, that you're really stoked about?
2: No, I mean, I just really like the movie. It's, it's you know, without going, you know, sort of scene by scene and all that kind of thing, it's hard for me to, to pinpoint because I like so much of it. So I, I'll leave it at that.
0: All right. Well, here's the part where it might get really fun. <laughs> We'll let Michael lead this one since he's really good at it. What makes it bad, Michael? What makes the movie bad?
1: <laughs> what
2: well, mm-hmm. no, makes yeah, it bad? Be
0: careful
1: the how you prompt
2: Michael on this. You're going to send fact, him on a, on a slippery slope that we'll by never be able to pull him out of.
1: No, 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 no. I'm just going to say the same thing I've said before. And I think it's obvious uh, to all three of us. And I think it's obvious to uh, Disney now just based on a lot of the buzz we're hearing is that what makes it bad is that there was never any cohesive straight through storyline. They made it up as they went along and it shows they needed a better producer than Well,
2: Why was, so let me, I I don't necessarily disagree with you on that, but what I am going to say is in relation to this movie, And maybe it's not a fair thing to say, but like if you're just going to go and you're only going to see this movie, maybe you're one of the people that aren't into Star Wars and you got drug along to see this movie. Does what you just said really relate directly only to this movie or are you just like, hey, I I have to look at it as a trilogy because that's what it was meant to be?
1: Well, I would say, yeah, to both because... I mean, I can't disassociate myself from the other two movies and think, How is this movie all by itself? I just can't. It's it's the end of a it's not the just the end of a trilogy, it's the end of a trilogy of trilogies. So standing on its own two feet, it's hard for me to judge on this film alone. So I, I gotta go with the trilogy and say that it needed a better producer. It needed a better they should have had a Bible, a story Bible this is where we're going, this is the story. Yeah, there's going to be some deviation as we write the story. And obviously with Carrie Fisher dying, they had to make a, maybe not a hard left turn, but a soft left. Because everything we know about what the film was supposed to be um, before she passed was that it was going to focus on Leah. Now, obviously it couldn't focus quite as much as they wanted because they could only use so much of the footage they had left over. So, I mean, like I said, bringing in different directors when they first talked about it, it sounded interesting. I like the idea, um, but they still should have had a story bible. Listen, this is this is film one in the three main beats. Here's film two, the three main beats, and here's here's film three in the three main beats. So, and then this is how it wraps it all up. They should have sat down and focused on that first, and unfortunately you get the impression that Disney turned it around quickly to try and recoup some of that $4 billion, which they are business. They need to do that. But let me, the, I think the story, let me ask you this, Michael,
2: because this is the first time I'm going to think about it. And I think, uh, I I don't know what the answer is, but I, I want to get your opinion. There's been a lot of talk about how like, Oh, well you can just take out the second movie, take out Ryan Johnson's movie. Um, the first one and the third one, uh, the force awakens and rise of Skywalker could almost go together. But I think there'd be two things you'd be missing out of that. What you'd be missing is, um, where did Luke go? Right. What happened with Luke? We wouldn't have gotten that answer and we'd be missing what happened to Snoke. So I think part of it is to think about like, is that the only two really things that the second movie existed for, you know, is that really what the only thing we needed out of the second movie? And if so, uh is that okay what what does that mean what does that say about the second movie
0: well it
1: just i think that underlines my point that because the story meandered and you had you know jj going in one direction then Ryan johnson going another one and then jj course correcting back to his vision a lot there was no you know straight line through story this is where we're this is the story we're trying to tell for me see this is for michael much and i in I, this uh, film
0: you got to tell me what you think is course correction and i can rebuke that pretty heavily maybe one or two things
2: well and i would say too
0: one oh, thing there I could can, be a can few but i don't do think there's that scene. as much as you think i think it's what you believe no okay give me give me some examples let's do this yes
1: no Ryan Johnson mm-hmm. in the very first scene with Luke and Rey, mm-hmm. she hands him the lightsaber. He flips. What it away. happened?
0: What 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 happened? Okay, what happened? Rey at throws the, end of the lightsaber the way
1: into the Tie Fighter. What do you mean? When Luke talked to Yoda, what happened? Yeah, he found his way again. So there you go. This is just
0: the continuation. That that is him. That is Luke coming full circle, saying, that is "I was totally,
1: wrong." No, no, no. You, I think you're one hundred percent wrong with that. That is totally J.J. saying, this is not how Luke should have acted in that film. So when she throws it, he picks it back up. and You know, the lightsaber should be treated with respect. You're the guy who just tossed it. Now, had, had he said something along the lines of, listen, I've been where you were at, obviously. You saw what I did the last film. Obviously, he wouldn't say it that way. He wouldn't break the fourth wall, but it's some kind of allusion to the fact that, listen, I, were where, I was I was where you're at now, and I wanted to throw it all away. I was wrong. This uh, deserves more did, respect. Did, did you
0: see that? The, would have been better. So, a changing of the exact same words that he said in different order.
2: I, I would say too the same. Now, again, I would almost want to jump to Michael's next point because I think I, I'm with Joe on this one. I think. He basically did what exactly. Michael said he would like to see him do that. He was going to throw it away happened. and he says, I now, was wrong.
0: Like that was literally the words he yeah, said. I mean,
2: Yoda, and to your point, Yoda comes in and he's in the second movie. Yoda comes in and says, Luke, you you know, you were naive before and you're naive now. Like you're always, you still need to learn. You're, you're still making mistakes. So I, I have no problem with that. Now, if Michael doesn't like it, that's fine. But I think we got to move to the next the next course correction because to me that's a that's an arc. I mean that, that's a planned arc.
1: It was a total course correction. Well,
2: yeah, it might not have been planned, but it, it appeared as a as an arc to
0: me. Yeah. It's as much as a course correction as Darth Vader being Luke's father.
2: Now, course correction. What I would say, I would I would much more be on Michael's point if we get to this. Uh, the Snoke thing felt like huge
1: a huge course correction. Course correction. To me. That's the only one that I saw was a course correction. Agreed. Uh, and also, yes. I mean, making Snoke nobody is flipping is basically the inverse of Ray. You made her a nobody in the Last Jedi, and now suddenly she's a Palpatine. That's another course correction. Well, the thing with Ray, yes, yeah, Snoke was a course correction.
0: I don't know because I don't think they really, I don't think Ryan Johnson had a
1: plan either. That I think that's half the problem. He didn't have to. That was part of the, that was part of the freedom he had. He could turn things on on its head. Now, right, wrong, or indifferent, he could do that. But it wasn't up to him to clean up the mess he made. So he's like, there you go. Right. So uh,
0: that's the funny thing that gets me is as we've talked about this for three or four times, Michael. I was like, I haven't really heard you criticize Ryan Johnson, but you beat the hell out of J.J. Abrams. And to me, me to true. me, Ryan true. Johnson <laughs> is the one who screwed this tri- trilogy up by starting it five seconds after the last, the first movie. And didn't let anybody grow. So now you've you've painted this corner. But you seem to blame J.J. for a lot of it. And you never, like, I haven't seen you, I haven't heard you, sorry, really criticize Ryan Johnson. And I don't get it. I just don't get that.
1: Uh, Well, I did in our previous podcast, not ours, but Alan, my previous podcast when we had you come on and we went on and we all agreed that, no, this is not the movie for us. um, With The Last Jedi. But I mean I have many issues with Ryan Johnson. I've mentioned this before the whole canto bite section was I talking, I'm talking I'm talking more about storyline
0: through a story through as, um, this, as it now relates to now that the rise of Skywalker is somewhat cast the last Jedi in a
1: slightly different light. I'm gonna be 100% honest um, after seeing, the Rise of Skywalker, I'm, I am gonna to have to reassess. The Last Jedi, I'm starting to think it's the better film. I I don't even think it's even close to better the
0: film. I, I, I just you know I've talked to a lot Jeff, of people. I mean, and don't even like, me like, me know how.
2: <laughs> like like how. How well. well? To be fair to Michael, he he said he's got to reassess it, and I I, I mean I think he you know initially he didn't like the last one. Joe, you you were one of the people that gave me perspective of how the last one was like. I guess the the reasoning of the story and, and the things that he was setting up and laying down in the end. Um, so I mean, I, I I don't have a problem with Michael saying like, look, if he doesn't like this one, then that must mean he must like the last one more. Like, not necessarily you know, something he's got to give there. So yeah, I don't well,
1: know well, when we that, ranked but... these immediately after after seeing it, I still put Rise of Skywalker above The Last Jedi. I just I have not. I watched it in the theater once, I think, and maybe once more after. And that after was sometime, whenever it hit Netflix, I watched it again. And I think my reaction then was, yeah, I, I pretty much stand where I stand. And But my biggest issues aren't necessarily with Ryan's story. Um, my issues, I mean, there's some real stupid stuff in there. There's no question. Like, I can't get over the fact, like, Holdo, the Holdo Maneuver, yeah, it looks sweet. It's really cool. Why the fuck did not Akbar go out that way? That's what should have happened. Well, I mean, I the guess story... what I'm asking
0: is what what about the story is better than Rise? Well, that's a whole other podcast, I think. And I,
1: I, I fail to see the story in Last Jedi. Personally. I will say this. I mean, I'll have to go back and listen to what I said about it um, when we watched it two years ago. But I don't know. I I'm, I need to reassess. Like I said, I've only seen yeah. it twice.
0: And this, you know, coming I, from I, me who loves Luke, like I can, I'm not even upset of the way he portrayed Luke. I get it in the context of how it was written. Like it's fine. It, it makes sense for what he decided Luke to be. I have no problem with the Luke Skywalker thing. Like zero. Is it what I want as Luke? Not necessarily. But I don't think it was bad. I think it was a a, a decision that was interesting, and I'm not against what you know. I, I I'm fine with that. But there's, he focused so much attention on some of that that he dropped the ball on the other sixty percent of the story. Because anything outside of Luke, Ray, and Kylo, I I can't even watch the movie. Honestly, I mean, Canto Bite, and even the first like, you know, take down the um, Dreadnought, like I, it's just not even that great. <laughs> you know, it's just like my God, you, you know. Anyways, that's, that's a, we were talking about the rise of Skywalker. So, but it does relate. They do link together and what, okay. So we have Michael, you said retcon some things or, and and that's another thing you didn't like. What's some other things? Like, I, I, let me tell you what I didn't like. Maybe that'll help. So it's not like, I don't want it to be, uh, Michael's not always negative either. There's a, he did say a lot of good things in the last podcast. So it's, it's unfair to put him in a corner with (laughs) Alan and Alan and I beating him up here. Um, there's a lot of conveniences in the rise of skywalker writing and that that's just lazy right like we've talked about a michael like, oh, the, the ship the what's his name ship was just out in the desert it's in perfect working order uh um, it happens you know, to also
1: be the same ship that ray's parents were on yeah and i it mean sat there for 20 some odd years where everyone can see it and it was never gutted or salvaged at all come on
0: yeah i mean lots of, lots of conveniences they find this knife this knife happens to work exactly right i mean there's but i forgive it because it's fantasy this is a fantasy movie this is not you know the irishman so some of those things i forgive it is it a problem it, it is it does not strengthen the movie for sure so that's that's some of the things i didn't like alan what do you what do you think of that kind of stuff
2: the ship I, I'm willing to give the ship a pass. I mean, you guys are right. If we're being like realistic about everything, you're correct. But I'm willing to give the ship a pass because I'm like, well, there's a giant sinkhole with this uh, uh, underground snake serpent that eats anybody that comes near it. Like I'm willing to give that one a pass. It mm-hmm. doesn't surround not, the ship. We don't know that. We don't know how many of those things there are to get out to that ship. I mean, the people on that planet are probably like, yeah, don't go out there. It's dangerous. And, yeah, ran, and the
1: Stormtroopers troopers got their new no problem.
2: Well yeah, because they're like obviously super advanced and they just came dropping in right from yes. the top, you yes. know. I mean, Stormtroopers
1: I mean. are known to be bright. Who like again,
2: <laughs> I'm willing to give it a pass. Like I'm not that critical like Joe said, it's fantasy. I'm not that critical. None of these movies would ever work if we're gonna be that critical about them. They're all they're all they're all done five minutes after it starts. Now the other thing you said, which was what was it again? Because I think I was more in alignment on that. Like one.
0: the knife, like happens to work and knew the exact, you know, how the deaths are, and she oh, yeah, had yeah. to be that, in I the mean, right exact so, spot at that particular yeah, yeah. moment. Total, it's like, wait a minute
2: again. Yeah, I mean that's that's total fantasy. I mean, at least stuff. Indiana like, Jones a, had to yeah.
0: have the staff of Ra to be there at the right time and do it and get it. And, you know, there's a place to actually put it. She just walked out and like, oh, I'm gonna pull this knife down, and it happens to be in the perfect well, um, perspective so of where this thing lines up.
1: Yeah, what are the chances that she falls into the burrow or the quicksand, and just so happens to be where the knife, the dagger is hidden? Why would they make the dagger? What's the point of making the dagger? Well,
0: I guess how is like you know, the forces with one with the force and the forces with me. I mean, it's the force, right? Well, well, the the the,
2: I mean, I I don't. This stuff, I I think this stuff lines up well enough. Well enough. Okay, so
1: that's where the guy who ran the ship. Why did he need the dagger? What does that show him?
2: Why did who why did who need the dagger?
0: Anyone. Well, no, that showed where the... um,
2: The dagger had the coordinates of where the, uh, the
1: holocron Once thing is. Yeah, it showed they, what, they, where it was on the Death Star as it crashed. Right. They needed
2: that to get to that.
1: But the Death Star is super huge and massive, right? So unless you were standing exactly where Ray stood right. and held that knife exactly at the right angle, or even at the right distance, the dagger wouldn't work, so that's what we're so i agree with i agree right. with you there. that's that, the that, that little
2: yeah. bit is a stretch that's very convenient the whole thing of going to get the dagger and how they got it and how they drive like that i don't mind any of that that all part is part of the journey to me
0: yeah it's a macguffin and it it, it, was, a, it was a writing of convenience for sure and it it you know it was rushed you know i i think the overall exactly. thing i think the overall thing is that I almost want to go up to uh, even up to Bob Iger and, and, and them. I think you know we don't really know the pressure that JJ and them were under to get it how fast and what you know. I'm sure he would wanted more time. I guarantee you he wanted more time to get it done. So I you know to blame somebody like JJ for all of the things and Michael you have. And you've blamed Kathleen Kennedy many many times over. Um, but it 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 did feel and and the the movie you know. I loved it more the second time, and that's not necessarily a good thing, because if you if it's very rushed when you first see it, it was a lot to take in. It was a very fast moving movie. Um, it slowed down tremendously the second time because you kind of know where they were going. And every time I see a Star Wars movie, at least something that's that that's tied to the saga, I go in with. I mean, I'm watching it like a trapeze artist or something like, well, I don't want to see it fall. So I watch with a little, you know, angst. um, And then after it's over, I kind of loosen up and and see it again. So,
2: um, I mean, I I would say too, you almost have to go and go and watch the original films and start listing the things that are also convenient. A lot. I mean, that's why things like the force exists to overcome these things that like you, you get written into a corner. Oh, we'll use the force for this. To get out of jail free card like you know how does luke shoot the missiles down the exhaust chamber oh well he uses the force like uh, you know how do they find where it is to shut down the tractor beam like how do they get her oh well you know obi-wan does a force noise and the guys look the other way and they go like but that's it, different making it's, it's just so convenient to, to say that now and then to not go back and find like up. 20 different convenient things in the old movies
1: but that argument doesn't holds up that. when
2: you say that there's when you say there's lazy writing and things are convenient, it's it's the same thing in the in the original trilogy. No, now, it because have been you established.
1: Done better. You established in A New Hope when he told when he used the Force, and he said, "You know, weak minds can be easily manipulated," and tells the stormtroopers, "These are not the droids you're looking for." That's established early in the movie. So later, when the stormtroopers are walking around looking or just on patrol, he can make them think they heard something. What's that? Because he's yeah, already but it's established.
2: Yeah, it's still- it's also very convenient is what i'm saying i'm not telling you it wasn't established i'm saying it's very convenient and it's the same thing like well will that really happen like well well hold on here what 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 are you allowing to be fantasy and what are you not allowing to be fantasy i guess that's where i'm like i don't want to have too serious of a writing and storyline right. argument about a fantasy movie it just doesn't make any sense but, it's just
1: being critical okay, but you and... need to follow the rules within your own series
2: well what, so, what, okay fair enough i mean i don't want to that that's a fair statement but what rule was broken that we're talking about here
1: well it's just you can't just use the force to say oh she happened to land on the right side of the death star that conveniently hadn't decomposed even more to make the knife worthless
2: yeah well no like i said i've already said that i agree with that that's a that's very convenient you know what I mean? I totally the first agree with that. Is not But I think explained there's that. a lot of other things, too, no. that are, like, just as convenient as other st- as other things that have been in the series that we loved when we were kids, so we don't criticize them. The same I mean,
0: way, you know? So, I mean, at, at the end of the day, Han Solo's life is a, is a life of convenience of writing. You know, I mean, that ship not blowing up. I mean, him just always being lucky enough to get out of everything. I mean, yeah, that, I, I was thinking about it, that it, the
2: other day. I'm like, how does it happen that just, like, all the care. I mean, look – this doesn't bother me. I love exactly. But it's like, yes, they always seem to find like the best and most luckiest fighter pilots. Like, oh, they're just the luckiest ones. And that's why they're here. They they're just lucky. You know, Han Solo, like you said, that's exactly like he's just lucky every time he just gets lucky. So but I love it. That's what we love about it. It's great.
0: Right. It's just this was blatant. So, um, I mean, there's there is there is that in the film. and that That's one of the things I didn't like. Yeah. Um, some of the things, what, what another thing that I kind of didn't particularly like was kind of the absence of a character in the film. And I said this in the last podcast. I wanted some thread of Anakin in this because at the end, what Rise of Skywalker kind of did in a weird way is turned the whole saga into the Palpatine saga, and I wish they would have brought Anakin back in the Skywalker part of that into this and I know at the end you know Ray takes Skywalker's name and I'm fine with that it doesn't bother me yeah. at all.
2: And we hear his voice, right? But, but I, th- I enough, think that's right? one too, where there was a lot there was a lot of talk about it. There was a lot of rumors so we thought we might be getting something. I even said I thought there was going to be a scene where he was going to I would have bet on it.
0: I really would have bet on it.
2: I kind of after watching it too I kind of feel like that just would have been another thing that we're going to be like criticizing about like it's way too convenient. I think that's the case where they're like, "Look, we can't bring Anakin back. We've already shown him as a Force ghost." Before oh, I, have brought him back. I wouldn't have brought that. him back wouldn't anything
0: re- more than a force ghost.
2: Yeah, I I just think that yeah, it's, it'd be, it would have been nice, but I feel like it also would have been
1: forced.
0: Yeah, I guess it would depend no on co- how intended. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, <laughs> it would have been. It would depended on what was written, but I would have loved to see Anakin face the Emperor in ghost form in some interesting way, saying, "This is who I." Would you, I mean? Would you really have? Though? Yeah, it depends on how it was written. I would. I mean, yes, it's, yes. I mean, it's
2: a great thing to sit here and like wax poetic about. But like, it, like, oh my! From all the criticism Alan. that's out there, Michael yeah. would have literally driven off a cliff had that. Well,
0: happened.
1: I mean, it depends on the writing. I, I do agree with Alan on this. Now that said, it would have only been slightly more stupid than bringing Palpatine back.
2: Now, Palpatine, I have no issue with that. That that whole idea of bringing Palpatine back has been baked into. Yeah. The EU baked into video games. It's been baked into everything. Palpatine's been coming back from. Yeah,
1: but that's, It's that's, like Joe just said. It changed the entire nine film saga from the Skywalker saga to the Palpatine saga, and nobody wants that.
2: Yeah, I mean, I guess I would – you're not wrong, but it's like they're just intertwined, right? They're the dark and the light side of the force through this whole saga.
0: Yeah, and I think that's where the end would have been interesting if – listen you say you didn't want anakin but if you if it if it worked in the writing and it did you would love it i mean it it all depends on the execution
1: i, I'm, well, I'm not I would say i don't want writer.
2: anakin i don't want anakin over what we got in terms of it that it was ray and uh kylo as a as a dyad in the force that basically became this the the replacement for sky like i've I'd rather have that than have good old Anakin Skywalker come waltzing back in. Oh, not to. Agree. So
0: I guess I guess I'm not staying it right. I'm not saying to come in and beat Palpatine. I'm not not that kind of thing. Like maybe he helps Ben in some way. Like I don't know. Like like give, you know, this is who I really was, not Darth Vader. You know what I mean? Like. But I liked how I
2: liked. I, you're not. I mean, look, I don't disagree with you, but I just feel like I liked how they used Leia and Han but
0: you to do get disagree Kylo with to go back to Ben. <laughs> That's okay.
2: Yeah, I mean, I just – I feel like the way they did it was okay. It made more sense. I, I think, you know, someone who's making a lot of – I'm not even saying apologies. I just – I, I don't mind a lot of things they did in this movie. I think that would have been a or, step Or even
0: far. in a different way, let's say if you want to bring the Skywalker family back, then have Luke talk to Ben too because he said in Last Jedi, see you around, kid. Like, you know what I mean? Like he would have – that would have been a nice thing too. Like he talked to he talked to Han Solo in his own mind, but it have been kind of cool to – to have. Yeah. Luke I mean, I in
2: I, I thought the fact that Ben was talked to by his parents, yeah, is more impactful, and I think that really helped the story and, and helped the reason why he turned. Like he wasn't going to turn or get any help from Luke. He's the reason why he went dark. But what, in the what, first if, place. what if what if Luke just I mean? would like, have
0: said the same words that Obi Wan said to Luke? You know, the Force is with you, yeah. with Ben. Yeah, but it's
2: not the same. It's not the same relationship. It wouldn't have had the same impact.
0: Yeah. Maybe, maybe not. It all depends on how it's executed, I suppose. But anyways, I wanted a little bit. That was one of the things I, you know, was, you know, and that's my own thing, right? It's not mine. I didn't write it. So I. that's kind of the forgiveness yeah. when you see well, these
2: films. And let me jump in with a new one here that we haven't touched on yet. So the thing that I, pro- I especially on the second viewing that I kind of sort of, you know, half winced at, was, <clears throat> okay, I kill you. Then I bring you back to life. Then you kill me and you bring me back to life. And then I keep bring you back to life again. That at the end was just yeah, Again, I, I, w- I was willing to roll with it, but I'm like, oh man, that kind of the third re- revival felt like one revival. Totally
0: to agree. It. Too much. I don't know how to. I don't know. How to, I don't know.
2: I don't know how to fix it. But it just felt like it was too much back and forth reviving people that were killed.
1: Right. There was way 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 too many resurrections in this film. I think there are six. <laughs> wasn't there really six i mean
2: there was the three at the end back trading back and forth between ray and kylo well how's it three other ones
1: well
0: palpatine well palpatine never died so that's not a resurrection
1: he did die no. he flat out said there are ways of the force that are unnatural they brought him back
0: we don't know if he actually died died never saw anything we,
1: we... he didn't have so any that's the fourth to resurrection um Chewy, we find out didn't actually die. That's not a surprise. That's not a resurrection. That was not a resurrection.
2: That's a faint. It's close
1: enough. No, it's
2: not. (laughs) Come on, Michael. You look at. We already agree. There's too many resurrections. You don't need to be pulling ones in that
1: are. 3PO. There's too many. Oh, this person's dead. Psych. They're not. Okay, so maybe resurrection is the wrong word. Definitely the wrong word. There's too much of that going on. 3PO was resurrected.
0: There you go. I mean, that's a legitimate one. But I knew that going into the film. Yeah,
2: but. And even that one too, I don't mind because, and to Michael's point from earlier, they already they already laid the seed that there is a way to get him back before they even right. wiped his memory. And he's a droid; yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't have even have died. so or, you know
0: whatever. So. Okay, so how is it six?
2: Well, it's six with those three we just mentioned because the. So, I mean, I was counting three as so. Ray Kylo died when she stabbed him in in the gut. He would have died. She well, he didn't back. die.
0: 100%. She healed him. He wasn't dead. He was gonna
1: die. He okay, was well, mortal Okay, so die.
0: at the same time, then died. I could die of the flu if the doctor doesn't give me some Zithromax.
1: Oh God! I mean, no no no, 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 no.
2: You can die when you get stabbed in the stomach. You're gonna die.
1: If you take a lightsaber through the chest and through your lung, and stomach, I'm assuming out your back, stomach. Fine, but also of is like, yeah, it was a mortal wound. It was a mortal wound, but he wasn't dead. Yeah, it was, she it didn't bring him back from the dead.
2: No, he was not dead, but he, he was, was going to
0: die. He was going to die. The point is, he was. was going.
2: would When you get me to agree with Michael, you know, you know, it's got to be the right. <laughs> it's answer. not a,
0: a resurrection means you're dead and come back. Fine. I'll okay. Faint. Well, that's not okay. what I mean. I
2: mean, somebody well, was on okay. the way to well, death, and she healed him to the okay, point. Okay, because it's he a big
0: difference. Back. Because the whole, the whole. Trilogy is based on Anakin's fear Of the people around them dying And he can He want, he made the decisions The Faustian decision To do what he could do With the Emperor Because to try and keep The ones he loves from dying The difference is He came at it From a selfish point of view So You know the whole If you look at the trilogy Or the, the, the saga as a whole What Ben found As a Skywalker Was the ultimate wish that the skywalkers wanted to do it anakin is bring somebody back from the dead but he did it by trading his life not you know the difference between him and palpatine is palpatine was it, all that stuff is a selfish thing like if i do this it's it's for me and ben decided to do it for her and give his life in order for them to live like anakin wasn't about to give up his life to have padme live and that's kind of the problem so he would have I, I don't think he would've. at one time but not as Darth Vader he wouldn't have. Right? No. No. So maybe. I, no. Um maybe you're right, maybe. I can't say you're right there's because he mm-hmm. he did it for Luke. Um so the point is, you know, he found that that thread and you know the the, the only pure resurrection was Ray.
1: And Palpatine. No, we don't know that. So two. He says there are dark arts and blah 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 MacGuffin blah blah.
2: <laughs> I mean that that one's a half. I'll give it a half. It, it was that's a, a, a full. But again, <clears throat> because he, it's the same thing. Like you know, he, I kind of half agree with Joe and half agree with Michael. So that's why I say it's a half.
1: <laughs> He's dead. They brought him back some way. Because I'm sorry. He fell down the shaft, and then the thing blew up. His body was gone.
2: But what about his spirit?
1: Right. Obviously, they reattach it somehow through their dark arts. Look, it wasn't a which, which was which bullshit, was bullshit. bullshit in uh,
2: in that that first trilogy, the first uh, canon trilogy, they were teasing that.
0: It, you know, they they took a line from another movie, much like Obi Wan's. You know your father killed him kind of thing, you know, and then, then they, the the retcon of empire strikes back or from return of the Jedi is from a certain point of view and looks like from a certain point of view, he's, he's, you know, and
2: I mean, I think too, it's, it's important to look like they were able to create Kylo Ren and he was a good addition. Cause when you, I was thinking about the other day, I'm like, you know, Dooku served a purpose, but he was a really lame villain. When you consider everybody else, he's like by, miles lamer than all the other for sure he was a he was a pure
0: pawn by palpatine a pure pawn knowing he was going to kill him
2: so i think it's one of those things where it's like it's really hard to create another and i think that's why we got snoke like he just yeah he was a total pawn like because you're not gonna create somebody bigger than what palpatine was so they kind of had to go back to him um kylo ren was a great character but you know, same reason why, like we got Ray, but it's like you're not gonna.
1: Well, let me throw something right there. You can't
2: just keep one up yourself again and again and again. There's a certain point when it's like, look, you already made the best villain. What are you gonna do? Bring out somebody else that we're
0: That not was kind of my point. A bigger that, that was my point. Or last was. than last podcast. Go ahead, Michael.
1: Well, just earlier we had mentioned, or I had mentioned, and you guys had asked for an example of uh, the series not following its own rules, and Snoke is an excellent example of that. Because the Sith have the rule of two, so if Palpatine's been around this whole time pulling the stri- strings, then which is the two? Palpatine and Snoke, or Palpatine and Ren? It was Palpatine and Ren the whole time. So, like it, it was just a flesh bag, allegedly. Yeah, Because I would even say Snoke.
2: I mean, he was there. Anything? I mean, also, I mean, was there anything very specific so the, that he did that showed us? Well, that the he emperor, was a Sith?
0: but the emperor said in in the Rise of Skywalker, he's like, "I am Smoke, Snoke." Like that was me. Like he said that. Yeah.
2: So it's still. So yeah. To so your point is that the two were always emperor. Right. Just Ren, and Ren didn't know it.
1: Okay.
2: I mean, he had a red lightsaber. He just didn't know. He didn't know that Emperor and Snoke right. were one. Yeah.
1: Like, like physically one. Mm-hmm. The the emperor
0: was Snoke. That's according to what he said. And he goes, "He's my boy. I am Snoke." I'm every voice you've ever heard in your head, and they went through all of them from Snoke to Vader. Va- I think
1: Star Wars King is going to go against you on that because there's a comic out, or if it's not out, it's coming out about I have it. the background of Snoke.
0: Well, I have the Kylo Ren one. I've read the first yeah. one already.
1: He's a physical entity. And is the Emperor physically Snoke?
0: Well, if you go by this, it's through him. It's it's his force guiding it like a puppet, like, like, like uh, a force projection inside the body. Like in, in in a physical body yeah
2: I mean that that was kind of my understanding of it as well because in the expanded universe the mm-hmm. emperor did the same thing he or, or you know his 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 essence was in other yeah people's like a bodies possession kind of thing
0: but that's not fair to viewers that see a movie that that you know you shouldn't have to read those kind of things to get that i mean that's that's a that's always a fair point exactly it's a fair point but we're just telling you through canon that 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 you asked the question yeah.
2: But I think that's the thing that's interesting about Star Wars too, is it's always been like, they always get to choose what you know and what you don't know, right? When, you know, when we never knew what the hell the story was with Darth Vader, we never knew a lot of stuff, right? You know, it just, oh, we're picking it up here. We just accepted it. Yeah. Not that it's, yeah, you're just, well, is where you get, you know, you're along for the ride now.
0: And the tough thing is, look, when we saw them as kids, you don't even think like that. You're just in the moment enjoying it, right? You're not critical. We're- old well not you alan but michael and i are old that um we're critical thinkers we've lived life a little bit and we're a little bit more cynical and we look for those things it's just you're never gonna see it with those eyes again you may have those feelings once in a while but your eyes can't see things like a kid again that's the that's the irony
1: of life you say that's this way it goes you say this but yet you know, we all love the mandalorian
0: yeah but i still watch it i have a different mindset A critical i love it but i i'm not gonna i i I can't see it like I was 12 because I don't, I still look at it critically when I watch Mandalorian. I look for little things that I would never look for as a kid. Like, like continuity. I mean,
2: they're not, they're not the same yeah. either. I mean, it's a, it's a TV series and the other it, one's a movie that had I, to be produced. Yeah. They're all, they're just and the, the other one's a movie that had a,
0: that has 40 years of baggage and stories of people's childhoods and nostalgia and all this other stuff. Mandalorian has none of that.
2: I mean, and, and for that reason, it's why I'm really excited for the Obi-Wan series for season two of the Mandalorian, because they don't, they're only tied to like 5% of the canon baggage and the rest they can make up as they go. These movies were tied to like, you know, 80% of the the past. movies. So
0: that's a good, that's a good segue. What does it mean for the future of star Wars films?
1: Where are we now? Well, I think like I already have mentioned, I, I think we've heard enough rumblings and I think we know that Disney is forcibly taking a break no pun intended, uh, <laughs> because let's face it—they made their money back. They've already recouped their investment through the five films, now the TV show they've put out. They've recouped that four billion dollars at least by now. Okay.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, they have. So now. They did that with Force Awakens. And,
1: and now. Well, no, because they were heavy on the marketing. Yeah. So I'm not saying they made it all right. back on Force Awakens.
0: Well, they made two billion back, but
1: yeah. over the course. I understand that, but you always remember however expensive the movie was, marketing is usually twice as much, and they made a huge global push. The point is, yeah, they're in the red now. Or in the black now, sorry. Um, They've made their money, and now they're going to do it right. Now they're going to get a producer, a good producer, and shepherd these movies onward. And they've shuffled off the mortal coil of... The trilogies. They're not gonna do any more trilogies, they say. And they're I don't know, I just I have I have hope
2: now. I thought I thought they were doing another trilogy. I thought that was did they back off on that or no nope. they so they backed off on because they did make an announcement. They're doing another trilogy.
0: Well, there's alleged they originally said they- there's an allegedly, yeah, go ahead. There's allegedly a Ryan Johnson trilogy that they haven't said yes or no on yet. Um, they also have talked about not having to worry about trilogies anymore and just doing stories. There might be, There's something I read today about an ultimate. Um, oh my gosh, I have to find it, but uh, uh, kind of an ultimate, kind of a Marvel-esque approach of like a long series of films yes. that connect to each other, but not necessarily like a trilogy. Yeah. Kind.
2: I mean the the sad thing is is that it's it won't be able to be what Marvel is in. Anything that comes hereafter will always be, will always fall short. I don't. Uh, I don't know. It's a, it, the original the original trilogy. I, I don't see any way, unless they're going to somehow capture kids who are going to grow up and spend more money and go to movies more than our generation is. Then it's it'll never be. Now I'm not saying that's like. Look, you can't. You can't just be always be bigger and better forever and ever and ever there's a certain point in time where it's like look something's not going to be bigger than the original trilogy like that's just the way it is uh, and if it is it's going to be different it isn't going to be star I, I think wars it's going to be
0: different for sure um in
2: i mean different in the sense that it won't be from the same franchise like marvel may overcome it but star wars isn't going to be the biggest thing ever and then 50 years later be the biggest thing ever again with all new characters and storylines it's not going to happen
1: we don't know that yeah we don't
2: i'm I'm willing to bet every money i'll ever earn that that will not happen
1: well there's no way i mean we're are we going to be around in 50 years to make sure that's happening i mean Uh, i mean (laughs) what just is there ever been any
2: circumstance ever that that's been the case like is ford ever going to become the biggest car manufacturer again no they're not it's just not going to happen
1: that's different i mean (laughs) Do I think a movie franchise is going to last 90 some odd years? Yeah, there. possibly not, but things have changed. All right. It's, yeah. it's halfway there. I'm not there. saying it's
2: not going to last. It will last. I'm saying yeah, they're going to come back with a new trilogy that has nothing to do with these characters. And is it going to be more impactful than the original trilogy? No, it's not going I to I don't happen. know if it's going
0: to be more impactful, but I mean, it could for be. For you? It could be big, but yeah, for, right, exactly. Um, I guess this thing is called Project Luminous. That That's what I was looking up, but. um in i guess it's going to be something that is going to be fairly big um so who knows um could it be- i mean if they do if they do
2: anything that is going to be big it's going to be more like yeah you're going to go to the theme park and you're going to be in the movie like that that's going to be the next big thing like just sure. to, you know it, it, it's not going to keep going in the same way it's been going for the past 40 and years and it needs in the film to,
0: like it, the good part is it needs to change like for the future like it, you know it, it now has the chance to do some very interesting things and bring some stories from various time frames like so i you know we tweeted as a podcast today this the kind of going backwards possibly going back 400 years before the skywalker saga and then michael put after that great another prequel which it wouldn't be a prequel because it has nothing to do with the Skywalkers it, so well, Knights
2: of the Old Republic right, right so
0: like you can't like that would be like Michael if anything happens in the past it's a prequel anything in the future is a sequel you, you, you can't you can't label it a prequel if it's tied to the Skywalker saga then yes but if, if it's a different story of 400 years ago with when there's 30 Sith and 30 Jedi fighting in a war I, I won't call it a prequel it happened before the events, but it, it it won't be tied to that story thread. Otherwise, you can't do anything then. That- so
1: it's a movie that comes after, but exists before. So
0: what do you want? You want not? So everything's got to be in the future now. Like I'm like you're already negative on that. So so you've already cut off. You've already cut <laughs> off everything before Skywalker it can't be done now. That's that's the, no, you, that's the I way mean, you come across. So that's what I mean when
1: you say, like, oh, oh Star Wars is jaded me. Well, I mean, so yeah, what I mean to me, there, what do there, you is want? No,
0: there is no future.
2: There is no future. You can only go back in the story, in my mind. It's, I think you can go, fu- you can
1: go anywhere.
2: Well, you can. I don't think it's go future.
1: Be successful. Um, <laughs> I, I, they, Kennedy has already noted that we're probably going to see at least some of these characters again. We're going to see Poe or Finn or Ray again. I'm, I would not be surprised. If we saw Ray again, I wouldn't be surprised yeah, either. I'm sure
2: you're going to see him in some animated series next year. Like, yeah, why not? You're good. We're good to have no, that. No, no,
1: no, no, no. I heard the same thing, and maybe it's from the same source. I'm not sure, but I heard the same thing Joe said is that they're using the Marvel, the MCU, as their blueprint going forward. Where they're going to stop? No more trilogies. They're going to start dropping movies every couple few years. And they might be somehow tangentially related, and eventually build up to a major yeah, but that crossover. But, but that or, could
0: be the Knights of the Old Republic. Could be ten movies of that. It yeah. could be.
2: It could be. I yeah. just don't. It, I just don't see it working the way that Marvel did. But they can still do it. Like, just like. Mandalorian and the Obi-Wan series like these things they can keep doing that for a long time Oh, for
0: sure that's totally different in, in, yeah.
2: it doesn't necessarily oh. build up to a big payoff but it still just reinforces well I guess I'm,
0: I'm talking it. film from a film theater experience well
1: I, I think to answer Joe's question you know where's this franchise going forward the future is TV
2: yeah I would say so I don't have high hopes for for theater films in the future just because there's just so much negativity there's that's why i say things will never be as good as they were in the past see, I, but i think see, so, through streaming and all that there's it's i think it's easy for them to have big hits I, i've come that.
0: around a uh, full circle on this i think now's a perfect time they're going to take a good year break and i think whatever if it's a three years uh 2022 20 i mean they're gonna, they have to start filming in 21 which means we would know what's going on um I think now is a great time where they can reassess and they can do a Marvel thing. And I, I it could be way in the future, way in the past. I don't care as long as it's not super connected to Skywalker because they've, they've said they've told that story and I'm ready for a non Skywalker story. Like I'm totally ready now. There's the, the, the Mandalorian has cleansed that palette um, and. Now it's open. If they decided they, they have a kind of a 10 film plan that's all connected around 400 years ago in Knights of the Old Republic with maybe there's a Darth Bane, who knows? Well, the thing about I'm, I'm all the in. Thing
2: about Star Wars in Knights of the Old Republic is because it's a, a long time ago in a galaxy far away, the past and the future, it doesn't even matter. Right. Because you're not going to get better technology, like, because they've already shown that, like, well, in the past, in different worlds, you have better technology than other worlds. So it. In a sense, it doesn't matter that it's in the past. It still could be. But,
0: but Michael past. would say it's it a matter. prequel. But Michael would just meh and call it a prequel. I mean, they're going
1: to do something with Knights of the Old Republic. No, because... it's definitely going to be a prequel no matter what you want to call it, Joe. Now, that said, um, if they can make a movie half as good as the animations they've made for the Knights of the Old Republic, uh, they can take my left hand. <laughs>
2: I mean, Knights of the Old Republic. Knights of the Old Republic are. is coming. I mean, they they've they're already like releasing the characters of of that series in the, the mobile video game Galaxy of Heroes. It's really huge. Like they're not going to put it in there on, with the Disney banner that opens up when you open the game. If they're not going to you know do something with it other than a video game, I mean, I'm excited for that to come because I never That's got the, into it in the expanded universe. So I'm going to be coming at it with fresh eyes, and I'm going to be like, all right,
1: let's see what it is. If they can make it. Seriously, if you if you go online, you can find the people have taken all those animated sequences leading up to *Knights of the Old Republic* and its sequel, and turn that into like a mini film of 15, 20 minutes. That was more riveting to me than *The Return of Skywalker*. I, 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 I... And I bad think ass. why it's riveting and I,
0: is because it's it is different, Michael. It's just different and you have no expectation. It's it's hard to fight expectations. Exactly. I'm not
1: gonna dis- I'm not going disagree with you. That's part of the reason why I like Mandalorian. There's no expectations. Yeah. And so There is now I'm glad Skywalker's There done. is now.
0: There's a, there's a season – well, there's a second season is going to have a lot of expectations yeah. for Mandalorian. I mean, I don't know. I, I,
2: I had expectations for The Mandalorian. I was critical of a few episodes. Like even the first episode, yeah, but, I was like, oh, yeah. I was a little bit let down by the CGI. I was expecting movie quality and, you know, like I don't uh, think it's yeah. the world's greatest thing. I like it. I'm really excited by it, but I'm not like, oh, my God, I wish these guys would have wrote the movie. Like, no, I don't, I don't think it's that great. It was oh, I definitely,
1: predictable I, in I, a I, lot anything of ways. I'm going to, I'm right there with Joe on this one. Yes. They should have, written I would the have given anything I don't, I don't think have...
2: anybody would have been any happier. Like again, I, I told Joe like, look, I like the animated series. I like Filoni stuff, but like, there's also things I don't like about it. And there was, you know, episodes of Mandalorian and like, this is so Filoni. Like
0: it's, I, I think if you have given the seat that the sequel trilogy to Favreau and Filoni and, and all that as showrunners, it would have been immensely better.
2: It, it might have been better, off. but I don't think it would have I don't think fighting. it would have been different in the sense that Michael wants something different. And Feloni doesn't give you something different.
0: But I think he would have brought some more authenticity to the way it felt. That's all.
2: Yeah, he might have. He might have. But it would definitely wouldn't have been different.
1: If I could go into another reality and see a Star Wars trilogy with a proper producer and writer, then yeah. I would like to do that. I mean,
2: I would be happy with them doing nothing but animated, and in quote unquote TV series from here on out. I think I think they would be more successful that way in terms of pleasing more people, if we want to call that a success.
0: Yeah, as long, I don't care about having to please people, just do a good job, and I think people will come. I mean, The Mandalorian, you know, like I said, it, it did such a, a, a you know. A great job of pulling people back in that didn't even know Star Wars. There's people that are coming to Star Wars for the first time because of Baby Yoda.
2: Yeah. Now, given, I mean, again, that, you know, now, oh, it, now is true. that, I mean, that's Baby Yoda, to be yeah, fair. Yeah, but that was their like decision. That, that's not writing, and that's not like, oh, some, no, that's you know, that, a, that's a decision. That's, that's Baby Yoda. That's this thing that's just really cute. Like, yeah, that's okay. But that's, you can say that but, for what it is. You make decisions like that to bring in people yeah. that are going to be brought in by cuteness. That's a
0: good decision to make. Exactly. Exactly, that's where I was going. With that for sure. Is there anything that since we, we've kind of already covered that's really good, so what um what, what what do you what would you guys want to see this fall for the Mandalorian? I know we're running a little bit long as our normal podcast, but that's because and it's great because uh, Alan's here and it's uh I mean for
2: me Mandalorian I want more of what we got at the beginning at the end, I want I want it to still be feeling like it's living in the universe of the original trilogy. Uh, that, that's what I like. That's what I want to see. There's so much of that that we never got to explore because we basically were following the same three people around. But I want to know the ancillary things of what was going on, but still know that it's living in that same universe. I mean, that that's what I want more. So I want more tie-ins to to bit characters, more tie-ins to small cameos that only fans know about, like more of that. That's what I want.
0: I mean there's a lot of you know Michael and I discussed this in the last podcast. There's a lot of tie ins that it can and there's a lot of threads that are open. You know, he now has to carry uh baby Yoda with him until he's either reunited with his family or his clan, which would be Jedi's. So the only Jedi I know alive at this time is Luke Skywalker. There could be a something there.
1: Yeah, but it's five years post. You, there's gotta be other Jedi. Yeah, there's
0: probably five ha- year-
2: there's probably still a handful out there.
0: Five years post of Return of the Jedi, yes. So the only one who would start a school would be Luke. They'll be like, we're you know, there's not gonna be twenty schools of Jedi somewhere.
1: No, but okay, listen. There are billions, if not trillions, of people in the in this galaxy, okay? Maybe beyond trillions. I'm sure that yes, the Order sixty six was successful in taking out the vast majority of Jedi. But even if one percent of Jedi were still alive, we're talking hundreds. Are of you both. talking I mean, too- force users or Jedi? I
2: think you just got the opportunity to go. Like, look, there's two that we know should be still around. That may not be full fledged Jedi, but you have um, Ezra, and you have Ahsoka. So I'm like, to me, I'm like, well, let it be one of them. Like, you've already, you've already built them right. up. Like, let them come. Well, I'm,
0: I'm just saying that the only words that the Mandalorian knows is Jedi. That's what he's gonna like. If he's if he's somebody who's on the hunt, he's gonna to have to look for Jedi. That's the word he knows, Wait, right? Didn't so Ahsoka release
2: something like spoiler alert that, that was it for Mandalorian season two. Oh, for the Obi Wan series, they were gonna cast a young, yeah, young Luke, Luke. Skywalker. Yeah. Um,
0: so my thing is, you know, uh, to your point, Michael, there, there could be thousands, but there isn't because then Yoda's a liar.
2: I mean, I think it. He's gonna go searching for Jedi, and oh, he's so- not gonna find any. That I mean, that's how it's gonna go.
0: Well, Luke is there. That's my whole point. Is there could be there could be a you know if you had Sebastian Stan playing Luke Skywalker at the Jedi Temple, and have a quick cameo of Luke and say, yeah, "Here's Luke, this Luke, thing." Luke's
2: not walking through that door. Could no way. In the words of Sebastian In the words Stan. of Rick Patino back in the NBA days, he's not walking <laughs> through that door. Luke's not walking through that door. Obi Wan's not walking through that door. It's gonna be somebody new. They're not gonna go. To oh, the, not Obi Wan. Obi They're not gonna go to the well on that one. Oh, you could force yeah, Obi- Ghost.
0: Obi-Wan's... Yeah, no, that ain't gonna happen. <laughs> I'm just saying if you if you logically follow what he knows. Like, you know, there's no technical Jedi out there other not, than Yeah,
2: Luke. he's not gonna... He's not gonna... Yeah. It's gonna be Ahsoka or Ezra. They're gonna make up some new one that was never found. It's just, they're not gonna go to, to Luke on that, I don't think. They'd be really desperate if they do.
1: I'm totally okay with meaning all kinds of gray, gray, gray force users.
0: Force users, yes. No problem
1: gray jedi whatever you want to call them i want some i want some force users and some late flavors. Yeah. And, yeah. i mean the, the dark
2: saber that... was great like to me that's a great example awesome. of like look at that was so they they started on the high of baby yoda and they ended on the high of the dark saber which came from the animated series it was a easter egg in uh rogue one and to me that's showing like hey we're gonna go use some of the stuff that's out there that maybe people don't care about, but they were good ideas.
0: Yeah, that's the beauty of Filoni right there.
2: Yeah, that is. He's got a lot of stuff he can pull from that he planted seeds for in the animated stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah, totally looking forward to that season two. I, I do want to see, I like, there's some other threads out there. You know, they're going to bring, I'm sure they're going to bring those four convicts back that he that he put on the prison. Those
1: guys. Well, I mean, those are the... No, they, they will, no, Clancy Brown makes everything They better. will...
0: They will bring those back in some ways because Filoni always does these episodes that look like they're nothing and then they come back. Same with the the Tatooine episode, you know, uh, Ming-Huan Nen will be back somehow. She's not dead. Um, whoever the person that-
1: but, And who's the mystery of the guy in the booth? Yeah, we don't know who that is. I still would be
2: really surprised if they do anything with Boba Fett. That be said, I, I'd, be, I'd, be, I'd, be, I'd love to see Boba Fett again. I mean, he was my ultimate favorite character for a long, long time, so- we got to see him at some point. It's just a matter of when do they want to pull that trump card.
0: I would like to see no. a couple more bounty hunters. Like, let's see some Dengar. I thought, we were, good, I thought boss, we were going to see Cad like Bane because
2: that episode where he –
0: Well, that, that could be Cad Bane and not well, Boba The Fett, episode my where
2: he uh, – the jailbreak episode thing where he sends that ship out uh, and says, hey, go kill him right after he left. That ship that they made it like it was going to be a big build and then the ship got shot down. But that ship is Cad Bane's, the same model as Cad Bane's ship.
0: Right. And I think that person's was not Bob, Boba Fett. I actually think that was that Cad cool. Bane.
1: If I'm being completely honest, I've got my Mandalorian needs sated. I don't need to see Boba Fett again.
0: Yeah, I'm fine either way. I would actually love to see Cad Bane. I, in real I don't life.
2: need Boba Fett I mean, his, in the Mandalorian. His character is awesome. I, I mean, I still think they got to do something with him at some point. Like I said, it's too big of a Trump card to not play it. It's a matter of when, right? Not in the Mandalorian, right. like in in some other film.
1: But I think it, I think if he showed up on the Mandalorian, if I think if he showed up on the Mandalorian, it would it would dilute the show. I'm I'm fine with him staying the foa
2: yeah me too totally From i mean I, I yeah i want to see his own spin-off movie where he blasts his way out of sarlacc like he did in the expanded universe and then goes on and does something else now that that same story would allow him to show up at the mandalorian but he doesn't have to
0: it, it depends like i don't need to see him in there but if it's written in a way where it's compelling great no problem
2: I mean, yeah. it would create a lot of heat for um, them to roll th- into a different series and have everything start crossing over and all that.
0: Yeah. Well, we've got, you know, Cassian Andor series coming. We've got Obi-Wan yeah. coming. I'm
2: excited so about lot, those. Lot like of, I said, about, I think but, those, just the way that, you know, like too. Michael, like we all liked The Mandalorian. I think we're all probably going to like those series as well.
1: Yeah,
0: for sure. And we've got... On February seventeenth, coming up, we have the final Clone Wars, which I think is going to really get it's, it's it's going to be around the Siege of Land of Mandalore, which is talked about in the Mandalorian series, which goes before the Purge. So people are think going to be this is where I think people are really going to be confused because the Siege is you know is Clone Wars era, the Purge is something different. Well,
2: and we different. also have um, Ahsoka, her like I mean, was isn't that where the series mm-hmm. ended when she she took off right? She she. She left the order because they wanted to accuse her of something she didn't do, and she left, and mm-hmm. that was like the cliffhanger. Oh, right? Oh.
0: yeah, she's going to be in this series for sure because yeah. she helps fight, and you know, obviously, so nothing I'm, I'm happens to her life because she goes through rebels more on than
2: it does on on Mandalore or anything I'm with Mandalore.
0: Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I'm lo- really looking forward to it. Uh, I don't know how many episodes they're doing. I think it was 12. Doesn't Dar- like it doesn't,
2: like that. At that point, doesn't Darth Maul, isn't he wielding the Darksaber?
0: Yeah. this is, It's it's a big, huge little war because he's, he's ruling Mandalore. Yeah, yeah, you're
2: right. You're right. So it's that and Ahsoka. At like this those point are the time. cliffhangers.
0: Right. And so, you know, but then when you get into the Mandalorian television live action show, they talk about the Purge and now you see the black, the, um, the dark uh, saber, so, and that's uh, you know, Sabine had that at the end of Rebels and gave it back to this. So I'm like, Sabine could be in this. I would love to have Sabine in uh, season two of the Mandalorian.
2: Yeah, exactly. And I mean, she's, anybody she's from out Rebels, there? Somewhere she have, could be uh, There's no reason to not bring in somebody from Rebels. That's uh, that obviously the yeah, just no Absolutely, like Hera Syndola, yeah. Same thing. Why is she? You know, yep. She's got to appear somewhere.
0: <clears> right. Right. Which is another problem I had with Rise yeah. of Skywalker. I mean, they but had there's her no reason not like a
2: tiny cameo, but...
0: But you could have had her. You yeah, could have cut, totally, cut to her. Totally could two have. seconds. <laughs> and nobody cares if you don't know. It's just another pilot. It would have been great. We would have screamed
2: yeah. in the theater. made wouldn't have fixed anything about the movie.
0: No, no, no. But it would have been fan service. Mm-hmm. My, my, Michael still would be hating it. But, but I think we should be rewarded as fans that, that, that consume all the media they throw at us and have these connective tissues like
1: I don't mind a little fan service I just don't like it when it's over top over the top like we saw in the Tatooine episode of
2: I mean overall I like you know I'm satisfied I've been reading the books watching the animated series some stuff is great some stuff is less great some books aren't that great but you know I'm satisfied with all the content they're giving me
0: yeah cool one last thing, if you want to jump in. Have you guys seen the uh, the New Mutants preview for Marvel? So is this going
2: to yeah. be like Marvel MCU? Yeah. Or is this going to be like the start of them taking over X-Men? What
0: is this? Well, it was it was done before Seriously. they... It was worked on before Marvel yeah. purchased 20th be. Century Fox. So Maybe, maybe not. It's a nothing yeah, movie. It's a, kind of probably, it's a one-off probably. But it's their genre. It's their foray into horror, it looks like to me. I mean, I was thinking... Which is it At
2: best, it may be like Guardians of the Galaxy to me. Like when I went into Guardians of the Galaxy, I didn't know who they were. They existed like outside of my known universe when I was into Marvel as a kid. I went in thinking, right. I don't know if this is going to be good. Rocket Raccoon seems pretty cool, but I don't know with who these guys are. And I was just blown away. I loved it. I, I they could do that, but I, I doubt that's what it's going to be.
1: I'm not seeing that. <laughs> but yeah. No. So, yeah, like Joe said, this was 20th Century Fox. This was them making a last-ditch effort to try and diversify their corner of the X-Men universe. So, the New Mutants were really just the next generation of students to come up through um, Xavier's Academy or Xavier's School, whatever. But they took a twist on it and made it a horror-slash-superhero film. Right. But then they sold to Disney, so... Um, this is not part of the MCU. It's going to be a one-off. It's going to come out. It's going to do shit yep. numbers, and it's going to disappear.
0: It's this done. has nothing to do, Michael, since you're, you're the Marvel authority, in my opinion. Um, this has nothing to do with the the band of mutants at the end of Logan, right? Totally different people?
1: Correct. Okay. I mean, what we're seeing already in here, we're seeing Wolfsbane. We're seeing... Uh, um, Isn't there like an Leanna electricity Rasputin, person? Also known... Uh, there was someone. I didn't know if it was electricity or not. I I didn't catch everyone's power. I didn't know if one of them was Richter. Richter has a power where he can make seismic waves so you can create, you know, Richter, get it, earthquakes. Uh, there's definitely magic. She's in there. She's Colossus's sister, who with her sword, she can cut through reality and make portals jumping through Limbo. Um, and we, we you see that in the trailer. Like I said, you saw Ron, or rain sorry she's the scottish um basically a lycanthrope she's a werewolf type so she turns into a werewolf i didn't catch everyone else that was in there um because they haven't been you know they're they're trying to keep it scary and it looks scary and you know it's a risk and i'm glad that 20th century fox was going to go that direction but this this film has been done sitting in the can for well over a year year and a half at this point if not two years. And I don't know if it's because 20th Century Fox just said, you know what? We're not going to release it because we're getting purchased. Or there were talks that there were many reshoots later and that they had to change the ending. So I don't know if it got shit canned because it sucks. Who knows? But I don't see Marvel using this film with these non-marquee mutant names as a way to launch mutants into no. the MCU. So that's why I think it's a one-off. It's going to be released, and people will go, oh, I liked it, or most people are not even going to bother, and then we'll see the yeah, X-Men Basically, later.
2: like all the previous X-Men movies, like they kind of are a series, but nobody's going to argue if they redo it again. That's the thing that annoys me about the Fox X-Men thing, but whatever.
0: Well, I mean, it's just the way the world works. I mean, eventually they're going to have to have another kind of Iron Man. I mean you know what i mean like you can't keep banking on it's gonna go so far where i think you're gonna have fans that just get tired of like now thor's a girl and now this and like it's, i know it's gonna happen but they're gonna keep going like the comic book yeah route. you can only take it you? you can only like,
2: take it so far i mean, I mean you knows? can keep
0: changing them yeah you can keep changing them all up but you know what the tony stark is the best because that's how the character started and i would rather them come up with brand new heroes than try and Yeah, let's say
2: what the people
0: were originally when they were written. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, but with alternate realities and time travel and all that, you realize realize at some point they're just going to reboot. Exactly. And that's fine. And
2: and hopefully it works for a new audience. I'm going to be off the boat at that point.
0: Well, it depends if it's good writing it's no, fine i'm gonna be I'm off the boat it.
2: good writing or not i'm gonna be off the boat because i'm, I'm <laughs> buying now because they're telling me and giving me the real life high quality productions yeah. of what i only had as toys my imagination and cartoons as a kid that's why right. i'm buying and seeing every single movie right. and once right. it's not that anymore i'm not going to and that's okay i'll be into something else
1: but a reboot doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be right. worse i mean look at J.J. did bring back Star Trek. I mean, X Men. X Men
2: can be yeah. rebooted in my mind, but like Iron Man and Thor and those guys, no. Like it's it's already what they are now is how what I want to see.
1: Yeah, but the funny thing, the funny thing about Thor, even though they already did this in the third movie, is the character and the god of Thor actually is rebooted in regular cycles through the through yeah, the no, process what, what is the
2: um, that's, Beta Ray Bill that's or North's whatever. Mythology. I'm on board to see some stories about him. And then the female the female Thor, like I remember oh, yeah. bits and pieces of that. So,
1: Well, there's rumors that uh, Christian Bale is going to be I th- As Ray
2: soon Bill. as I saw his face, I thought about that. I'm like, he'd make a good Beta Ray Bill.
1: And they've already made an allusion to Beta Ray Bill in Ragnarok.
2: Yeah, I saw that. I was, I was happy about that. So as long as they're sticking with the stuff that was canon it, from the periods of, you know, 88 to whatever, 97, like I'm all on board with all of that stuff. Um, like you said, with it, yeah, and like like, and well, like after the Spider Man know. movie, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I heard it is really good. I just don't have an interest to go see it when it's given that. Look, I'm only going to see six to eight movies a year now. That one's not going to make the cut.
1: Whoa, 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 whoa! You haven't seen Homecoming or Far? No, from no home? I'm
2: talking
0: about Spider Man universe. Yeah,
1: multiverse. multiverse. Although I,
2: I, I haven't seen the one. Oh, into the I have not gotten out to see that yet I want I want
1: to it's good uh, alright uh, you yeah, should I it's, totally it's better totally than Homecoming and Into the Spider-Verse yeah, you I'm, I'm need probably to see not, that I'm probably not it's good that it's really good no you should see it it's it's good so you ha- why it's, 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 it's good because I told but you, also are already
2: movies I want to see that I am vested in and I want to spend money on and I can only consume so many anymore
1: but it's for free on Netflix you're not spending Netflix money anymore.
2: it's just your time and but my time is my some time some is more money. valuable than my money right now, and, and you guys know why that is.
1: Yeah, well, if, if you need a copy of the movie, I'm I know sure the hardest part is you can borrow the Hardest part is buy.
2: finding two hours to watch a movie, and I yeah. there's a list of. All
1: right, I'm. I know this is not <laughs> the topic of our our podcast mate but you really should yeah, see Spider-Man sure. there's probably into a list the of 50 movies it's that, that, that
2: you, you need to see too, and you're probably not going to see them because you don't have time or interest,
1: and that's okay. I mean, like not. what? La Bamba. It's a good movie. <laughs> of course it's I am I am a Chicano. By law, I have to see uh, La Bamba yeah. before age 12. It was a good
0: movie, yeah, by the way. Yeah, it
2: was a great movie. It's one yeah. of my top ten. It album. is. Well, no, it's,
1: it's not great. great. <laughs> it's great.
0: It's a good movie. Come on. Well, good. It, sounds, it sounds like we've, we've come to pretty much no, the The
2: wheels end have of fallen <laughs> off.
0: Of this podcast, because we're talking about La Bamba, which is not... Uh, Michael, on Michael
2: demanded on on a yeah. prompt that I tell him 15 movies that he hasn't seen that he should.
0: Yeah. I think... Um, Dude, I don't know. Give me one. Give me one. The, the, the,
2: one we can't, movie actually. This is the see. whole show because I don't know what you've seen and what you haven't seen.
0: We'll save it for next time. <laughs> I'm telling you.
2: See you. I, I, I appreciate you on that, the live yeah. show prompting me to do something that's nearly impossible. I appreciate that.
0: It's good. Bacon. It is good. All right. That'll wrap it up this week. Um, for those out there who want to find us, we're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that fun stuff, Reddit, even. Um, you can find us at Kybercast at all those. Um, you can also subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, Pocket Casts, or anywhere you get your podcasts. We don't ask for money we don't take we don't do commercials we would just ask you guys if you like it share it with friends that's the best way you know put up a link somewhere and and, and drive people to our humble little podcast um, Michael any thoughts on your end before we wrap it up?
1: Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or on Facebook. That would be helpful, yes.
0: Alan. I can't thank you enough for coming back on the show. As you said, your time is very limited, and you please know you're welcome at any time. Even if you ever just want to, hey, listen, I need any ten minutes next week because I want to say something. You're always welcome to to throw your opinions our way. It's it's always a pleasure to have you on the show. So thank
1: you yeah, for coming back the invite. On.
2: Always nice to debate with you guys.
1: Yeah, and you can't come back. Well, but nice knowing
0: you. <laughs> well, Michael's off next week, so um, we don't know if there's going to be a show next week. Maybe I'll do something small. Um, Alan, if you're bored, we can always do that to talk about yeah, Michael. since like, when Michael's not
2: here, I can I can come back.
1: Yeah, I just can't do Tuesday. Oh, oh Websites, I, <laughs> I can't do Tuesday.
0: Wow! wow. <laughs> I thought you were gone for the week. Sorry, I misunderstood. I'll be back Wednesday morning. Oh, we can, we can record Wednesday. Well, no, we can, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out next week. We don't know when we will record something next week. I don't know what, where, or when. Um, but that being said, I thank you all for listening. If it's your first time, I hope you enjoy the show. If you keep coming back, we still hope you enjoy the show. And that being said, thank you all for listening to the KyberCast, and we'll have you next time. Thank you. I have spoken.
1: What a piece of junk.